Hello and welcome to Daily Devotions. This is the week running up to Pentecost Sunday. We've got today and tomorrow, and then it'll be the weekend. Today I want to talk to you about this incredibly powerful word that Peter, who preaches the very first message in the book of Acts, after the tongues of fire and the mighty wind and the and the spirit coming and people going out into the streets. Uh, there, there is a message taught, a specific, um, a specific uh, word introduced, and I think it causes a lot of anxiety or confusion or uncertainty, and I'm quite keen to talk about it. Acts chapter 2 verse 36 says this, Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus, so Peter's coming to the end of his message, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart, and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what should we do? Then Peter said to them, repent, that's the word, repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, for the promise is to you and to your children, and to all who are afar off, and as many as the Lord our God will call. This word repentance causes so much confusion in Christian circles. We tell people to repent over everything. If they say something wrong, you should repent. We use the word repentance to mean anything we commit as an offense to God or an offense to one another at any time in our spiritual journey. But the truly powerful purpose of the word repent is to turn our lives around from following our own way to following Christ. That type of repentance you only ever do once in your life. It is to repent of your own ways and to become a follower of Jesus Christ. And so Peter is preaching this very first message and he is teaching us some really important things. He teaches us that, first of all, he uh, introduces the uh, one and all, uh, that this Christ you crucified is both Lord and Savior. Isn't it amazing that a lot of people pick one or the other function of Jesus in their lives? Either the Savior, so he's forever rescuing us from some bad idea, bad decision, or bad outcome. So he's the rescuer. He's the port of last resort. He's the call of friend when all else fails. And we've got this rescuer mindset with Christ, and he's constantly pulling us out of things. And then there's this other category where people see him only as Lord, the, the CEO, the, the almighty one in charge, and in a constant effort to please their Lord, they enter into dead works. Do you know, it's very important that we have the combination, Lord and Savior. Those who only see him as Savior will never get out of a cycle of needing rescuing. And those that see him only as Lord, but not as their Savior, as the one who took all their burdens away, will forever be in a cycle of dead works, an effort that never seems to be enough to get their lives on track. And so Peter teaches us these two things together are vital, Lord and Savior. And then he prompts people to say, uh, what should we do? And they uh, ask that question. In light of this, this need I have for both a Lord and a Savior uh, uh, in, um, in Acts chapter 2, um, Peter says, you've got to repent. And you've got to receive the Spirit. And then you've got to uh, walk it out through acts like baptism. And so 
to this day, the true message of the gospel is not the feeling of what happened in the upper room. It's not the signs and wonders that happened in the upper room. The true message of the gospel is that Christ is my Lord and my Savior. I adopt both of those attitudes. I repent of going my own way. A once-in-a-lifetime action, that kind of repenting. There are other types. We can get into that at college. Other types, but that type of repenting is once in a lifetime. You don't do it again. You keep turning around and turning around because it would imply that your salvation was not didn't stick. But of course it did. He, he died once for all, and so therefore my response is once forever. And this idea is very powerful. I shared with our staff team at Devotion the other day a little uh, nugget on this that I want to share with you too. Somewhere between the upper room, uh, which is where they, the disciples received the gifts, and downstairs where the world received the gospel, the church seems to, the, the believers seem to get stuck. We're either in the upper room all the time having holy experiences and never going downstairs and bringing the world to it. Or we're out at work in the world like humanitarians who take care of people's needs, but we ourselves are spiritually dry and don't spend enough time in the upper room. And I really want to encourage you that there has to be a balance between upstairs and downstairs in your faith. Upstairs is personal and downstairs is for the world. Upstairs is the encounter of God, but downstairs is repent and be baptized, every one of you, and receive the Holy Spirit. This combination is the true gospel. All the other stuff is, you know, life hacks and um, mentorship stuff. That comes with the the truth of the gospel. But the true gospel is uh, I, I, ha- I need a Lord and a Savior. The one pulls me out of sin and the other leads my life. I accept both. And then in response to accepting both, I repent of or turn around from my own way of doing saving and my own way of doing leading. And I say, Lord, you're my Savior, you're my Lord. And so today, as we think about Pentecost, let's never forget just how powerful the message of Pentecost was, not just the moment of Pentecost, how powerful the faith of Pentecost is, not just the fire of Pentecost. So with all that in mind, let's pray. And um, and perhaps we should adopt that very prayer, Lord and Savior, for me personally. And, and we go into um, our day. So, Lord, thank you so very much for this combination of Lord and Savior. We, we uh, commit to both. We ask you to help us remember that you don't just rescue us as we get ourselves again and again into a need of rescuing. And you don't just lord over us so that we seem to never be able to please you. Instead, we are saved and we do follow you. And this combination is the message, the gospel. Thank you that when we repent of saving ourselves and we repent of leading ourselves and we accept you, the spirit is sent and our lives are changed and the gifts come into our lives and we start to walk new and fresh. Would you help us please do those two things in equal balance? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.